this is Vicky Esther and you are tuning in to Love Story Cafe. I am podcasting to you from Singapore to Indo-Pacific and America and Mexico. You can catch me every Monday to Wednesday, America Eastern Standard Time, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. or Singapore, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And today I've got a very wonderful, very special person, Pastor Stephen Menon, and he's going to tell us about his thoughts about the situation, the stunning turnaround in America. Hi, Pastor Stephen, how are you? You're on air right now. Good, Vicky. Good to be on with you again. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, um, you know that the Singapore situation, uh, Pastor Stephen, um, we have got an unexpected situation a spike that uh, we thought the fight is already over we thought that the game is already over um, we thought that you know the, the country can open up and the economy could resume and life is going to be back to normal um, that was the thought even about two to three weeks ago um, however it's just another very um, shocking uh, situation that the spike has just gone up and it has gone fast and furious among um, the country among the people here in the country um, just when we thought that you know we could we could go back to normal and life is going to go back to normal and I've got a thought um, Stephen that maybe uh, we have not done enough reflection we have not done enough of uh, sin uh, reflection we have not done enough of <laughs> You know, going back to God and calling out to God and being on our knees. So, you know, I, I'm just having a lot of thought now, um, a lot of mixed feelings. And, and I'd like you to share with us your thoughts um, with myself and also with the listeners who are tuning in. Um, what are your thoughts about the stunning turnaround in America right now? And what, does, what do you think um, 2020, the lessons of 2020 and the lesson of uh, 2021 for us? Yeah, things have improved a lot in the United States, like it has in uh, most of the world. You know, in, in New York, which was probably the worst state, we don't. Uh, the mask mandate uh, has just been lifted as of today, so there's been progress. I hope we don't have uh, another another flare up like, like like you guys are having there in Singapore. I'll keep that in my prayers. But um, yeah, for the for the lesson of faith for 2020, I, I think the uh, main thing, especially for believers in Jesus Christ, is to not. Is, is to not give in to fear um, because, uh, you know, it says in Scripture in 2 Timothy 1.7 that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I, I love that sound mind because what does fear do? Fear takes away your sound mind. It makes, it makes somebody irrational because you're reacting out of panic or fear. And, and it can even make you unloving to somebody and, 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 and uh, uh, abuse, abuse power even. Um, so, you know, it says in uh, Psalm 94, when anxiety was great within me, you know, when, when you had anxiety just turning through your soul, uh, God's consolation brought joy to my soul. So, um, you know, why should we rest as believers? Why, why should we not be overcome by fear? And I think the reason, the reason we shouldn't be is is because this earth is not our home, and we need to just re remember that. I think that's a powerful lesson for for uh, twenty twenty. It says in Second Corinthians five verse one, for we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, 
So, you know, if you die, which everybody will, <laughs> we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. So as believers, you know, the, we don't need to fear. Uh, whenever the Lord wants us to, to, to go, it, you know, that time's going to come, and um, and then we're, we're going to have eternal life with him. And, and eventually we know we will have a new body. Um, uh, yes, and Pastor um, Stephen, you know, even as I read the scripture every day i've got a series on youtube and a series on anchor.fm uh, on my podcast talk about life um, i have a series that i read out uh, the bible every day um, you know a lot of verses keep recurring about um, the wrath of god on people um, and and we can't i'm just thinking we can't run away from that because you know we should read the bible in totality and um and i thought that um many many of the preachings and the and the messages and the sermons over emphasize the love of of god um and kind of de-emphasizes the wrath on men i'm just thinking yes can we balance that and also uh, i thought that is important because we do want to have some form of uh, I should say some form of a consequence for um, for our for our unrighteousness on earth um, what what do you say about my 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 thoughts I mean you're absolutely right God takes uh, sin very seriously you know, the Bible makes it clear that he's a just God you know he requires justice and, and it says in Scripture that we're all guilty. You know, Romans 3.10, uh, there is no one who is righteous, no, not even one, none who seek after God. Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And uh, it says in Scripture that this is like a graphic illustration, but it says that all of our good deeds are just menstrual rags in, in God's sight. So there's nothing we can do. Uh, God is just and the standard is perfection. And... Um, so he takes sin seriously, and he, he, he does punish it. But when people who um, try to, uh, you know, who, but how do you balance God's, God's love with that? Well, God balances his love in that he sent his son to, to pay the penalty for any who would trust in him and believe in him. And I like to give the illustration of a, of a courtroom where a, a man is a murderer, and he's sentenced to life in prison, and which is the just sentence because he's a murderer. And, um, and then the, the judge, um, this judge offers his own, the judge's own son to go to prison for this man. And, uh, and um, that is the, you know, the, the love of God, um, you know, balanced with his, his justice and his wrath. But for any who do not believe, if that man in the courtroom wants to set his own terms or refuses that, then, then, then there is justice, which, is, which the scripture teaches as eternity in hell. Yeah, do you think that God, um, I'm not sure about, I mean, this is just my, my, my interpretation, um, uses this pandemic situation to clean up the world, and he's not done with us yet if, if people don't clean up their acts? Yes. Yeah, he's always um, calling men unto him, you know, and using um, circumstances on earth and, and um, hardships, and especially tragedies and hardships and pandemics. To, to say to people, to, to people, listen, you're not going to live forever. You know, come, come, come to me. I mean, all this stuff is the effects of the fall. 
you know, um, and he says in that, he calls unto all of us, like he says in Matthew 11, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light. So yeah, he's calling to all of us, and he shouts, I think, in uh, pandemics and tragedies. Yeah, and you know, looking at some of the news that's going on in some part of the world, um, that you know, the the fire of the pandemic is really burning um, in these countries, and people are suffering. And and I, and I, I'm and I'm just thinking, um, uh, you know. When will this all end? Um, you know the the pandemic. Do you ha- do you can you sh- shine any light or your interpretation that, you know, when do you think um, the situation will kind of subside? Well, it, it's a virus, so it's 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 never going to go away. I mean, we're going to have this forever, just like we have. Uh, 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 yeah, that's true. Uh, influenza. And That's it, true. It, it's just never going to go away. That's um, true. So it's just going to be, you know, viruses typically, as long as we don't tamper with them, they they go from weaker to stronger. So, um, so it's just going to we're just going to have to learn to live with it, uh, build up immunity, you know, vaccination if, if, if that's the route you want to go. Um, it's it's it's. it's 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 never going to be completely gone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what's your stand on vaccination, um, or from a biblical point of view? Do you think it is advising? Um, I mean, it's kind of uh, sensitive. I do have friends who who think that you know um, we don't Christians do not need to get vaccinated. Um, but I do I do know other people who say that yes, we should do because that's a sensible, commonsensical thing. Um, what's your stand on that? In the, in the United States, we have rights, you know, um, where everybody should be able to make their own decision on that, and, and that's where I stand. Uh, I think yeah. everybody has to do their own their own research. Yeah. I'm not going to get the vaccine, and the reason being is, at my mm-hmm. age, there's a 99.97% uh, uh, survival rate, according to the CDC, which okay. is the, the United States. Um, so for me, uh, for me, it's, make it's, a difference. It's, it's a big, it's a bigger risk to inject an unknown substance that we don't know the long-term effects for yet. Okay. Than to just, then, then for a virus that I, I'm almost, I'm basically statistically certainly going to survive. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. that's just for me. So I think everybody needs to All right. evaluate All right. their, their age, their self, and, yeah. and what they and, and make a, a decision for themselves. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and there are people who are certified not suitable for vaccines um, due to the yes, allergies, etc. So, um, Pastor, do you have a, a final verse for us to meditate for the week? Yeah, I think Psalm 20, verse 7 is a great one uh, to close this out. And it says this, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Yeah, thank you so much. And I've got a song for you. And um, you're going to dedicate this to someone you love. So it's Dawn, your wife. Um, am I right, Dawn? Yes. Okay. I like to dedicate to her for sure. And uh, this song is for you and for her. And thank you so much, uh, Pastor Stephen, for um, darling in. You know, I am so, so um, appreciative of you being so supportive of what I do 
um, and, and it's from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Stephen. So this is for you and Dawn. I hope you like it. And please stay safe. Thank you. Yeah, Thank all right. You. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for calling and thanks for the message for us. Bye. Is the way I feel. It's weird. I keep my
Dr. Moby. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, we are on air right now. Um, you are calling in to Love Story Cafe. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Moby, for for being such a gracious, gracious um, uh, host and a gracious uh, podcaster. Um, Dr. Moby, you know, I've got this, um, you know, the news about Singapore. Um, you know, it was just, we spoke in April, um, and the, the last time we spoke in April in your show, you know, Singapore was really controlling the situation, and uh, we had almost a month of zero cases that we register. And uh, I remember at that time when we spoke on your show, we did talk about, you know, if we are not careful, it will come back to bite you. And I remember you said that very, very uh, vividly. Um, and you being a doctor, you know, and, and Singapore is such a situation um, that is really unexpected. Um, and we are almost in a, in a, in a lockdown situation. Um, you know, the news that I showed you. Um, Dr. Moby, could you tell us about your take about, you know, um, the COVID-19 variants? Yeah, yeah, as you know, there are several variants and, um, you know, this virus or any virus, which is coronavirus, they are, um, the family where it belongs to, they are known to mutate always. Um, so mutation is a natural phenomenon which will happen no matter what. Uh, you know, the virus does not uh, remain same. And then it does learn. Uh, so some mutations are bad, of course, and some are, are good for us. They lose the capability. Of, uh, and, but this, uh, for some reason, some of these uh, changes in certain in UK and South Africa, uh, those are different variants. And then in India, which is yes. the biggest variant, and it is uh, having totally different symptoms. They are having more... GI symptoms and then it attacks your lungs and then uh, people have died a lot of deaths yeah. um, so uh, you know the, the, this is what I'm trying to say is that mutation is going to happen no matter what and then uh, what is our job to make sure that uh, we are careful you know uh, we have vaccine we have quite few of them. We have Pfizer, we have Moderna, we have J&J, we have AstraZeneca, all great vaccines. Um, and the sooner we get uh, everybody jabbed, the everybody got vaccine, the better off we are. Yeah, because I, yeah. Uh, that's the problem. That is, I think, the delay. So I think U.S. is doing better on that. Yes. Uh, let me pull up the numbers for your country Singapore and I think uh, what I have is uh, it is not 50% in Singapore yet right? no it's about uh, 20% yeah yeah so I think this is uh, a, this is not uh, right okay so this yeah. is where they went wrong uh, so I think uh, you know if, if they have done like uh, uh, Israel has done or um, other US. countries have done where you know 70 per uh, close to 70 percent in even in US we are above we are above 60 percent actually um, so uh, you know so then you see a decline um, 
you know, this virus is going to, um, you know, it's like a fire. It's like a yes. fire uh, you contain and then when you are containing a fire, it is important that don't let fire accumulate somewhere and, or you ignore a spot because that's going to harm yep. us. Same thing it is happening with this virus. If we did not jab or did not get immunization to everyone very quickly, then then you know we have these kind of variants kind of getting steam and then coming back to us. And that's exactly what is happening uh, around the world. In India, I think the biggest disaster they did yes. is instead of immunizing their countrymen, they sold or exported all their vaccine or most of their vaccine. Yes. Um, and then as a result, uh, they have a big uh, disaster. So, uh, you know, I think best hope is get the vaccine, get everybody immunized as fast as you can. Because even those might lose uh, efficacy if we yes. delay too much. Yes, and 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 rightly, um, Dr. Moby, you said that um, the virus keeps mutating itself, which is like a natural phenomenon, because it's really smart, um, it learns itself. My question is, um, I mean, for a person, a lay person like us who is not medically trained, is virus an organic thing or it is an inorganic thing? I mean... Organic is, I think, it's like a bacteria. It has a life, but inorganic is like a toxin. It's like a pollution in the air. What What is it? It's organic. It is organic. I mean, it's a organic. living organism. I see. It, it, is, a, it is a living organism, and it it, it is uh, it is like uh, you know, very interesting that it is very simple virus, and yes. that makes it. Uh, difficult also and it makes it also uh, difficult to uh, detect as well as difficult to uh, you know uh, entertain because problem is uh, you know when you have such a simple uh, mo uh, molecule which uh, uh, gets uh, this you know it is very effective if you kind of use uh, even saline or if you use uh, these detergent it kills it you know, oh. you don't need, uh, you know, okay. if we use the bacteria, these alcohol wipes or we use alcohol sanitizer, yes. really kills it. Yeah. Uh, the advantage is it doesn't have that complex structure to defend okay. it. But, um, but on the other hand, uh, you know, same if it gets it, and the biggest factor for transmission are humans. Okay. Yes. There is that, uh, you know, it spread from human to human. So if we really break that down, there is no way for this virus to go up in the air and, and infect everyone like flu would do that. Yeah, and, and it's like what you say earlier on, it's almost like a race. It's like, is the virus going to run faster or is the vaccination program going to be faster it's like which curve is going to be reaching to the end point first and if if you know if the virus is faster we're going to lose we're going to lose the game but if we could beat the virus and we could go ahead uh with the full steam of uh, vaccination we will probably 
um, beat the virus. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. And and then there is a third biggest one is see with the vaccine you get ninety some percent uh, efficacy. Okay, with uh, with uh, uh, you know lockdown or with this uh, you know better mask and washing hand, you can also get ninety percent. So those two run side by side. So if there's a delay in vaccination, then don't open up too quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there is no other strategy here. Okay. There's no so other strategy, yeah. So this is not strategy that people get uh, bored and then they just give up. That's stupidity, okay? Yeah. Uh, so that is not a strategy. So there are only a couple of strategies here. Either just do if you don't have a treatment, uh, which is uh, if you don't have a vaccine, then just don't open up yeah. everything. Okay. Yeah, it's and, it's and really then, just uh, prevention. Then, yeah. Yeah, the prevention, and then if you do, then if you think you get uh, above sixty percent and close to seventy percent herd immunity, then sure, open it up. That's fine. But you know, there are, there are I mean, still some risks, but you know. Be careful with uh, so that there are no other strategy. I mean, yes, yes, and and so, doc, yeah, mm. and Doctor Mobi, I've got a question. Um, you know, with this traditional, um, classic, uh, structure of the COVID nineteen, um, mm. is is it is it uh is there any studies or is it any truth that it attacks children less? Yeah, the variant well, attacks children more. Is there such a saying out there? Uh, you know, uh, I I don't know that specific part, but you know the that the variants are infecting more children. But we are seeing more children. That is for sure. Oh. Uh, and in U.S., we are already immunizing twelve to fifteen years old. Yes. Okay, in U.S. Uh, and Pfizer and Moderna, they, I think they got all both approved for that. So they 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 are already open up all the school kids for uh, below twelve. Now they're going to do studies for six to twelve. So uh, you know, luckily, even if they were, I think it's a smart choice to do that because you know, the uh, main strategy is never let virus accumulate. In so, you know, it has a tendency to to uh, hide. Uh, let's say if, if kids have it and if they are even not symptomatic or they yes. might be spreading, uh, then it's still very dangerous. Yes. You know? yes. Uh, so, the, you know, we have to look at the whole population. Uh, I am I'm not sure if the new variants is more uh, increasingly found in kids, but I am seeing for sure more kids. Oh, uh, I okay. see. So we are still seeing more. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is. It can be either way because we immunize adults and yeah. we are yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, and now we are seeing kids. Uh, so it could be that way, or it could be. Uh, yeah. Now we are starting immunization in kids, so them will know exactly what's going. Yeah. And and um, in Singapore, um, the latest uh, data that came out um, these two days, there were at least ten schools. Uh, the children were tested positive, and because Singapore does not go, did not go um, for mass uh, testing, 
um, you know, it only encourages people to, to go to the doctor if they have the symptoms of the COVID-19. So in that sense, I, I would say that um, only people who were symptomatic, they are going to the doctors. And people who are not symptomatic, they are not going to the doctors and they are the people spreading, um, you know, carrying um, it around. Um, that's one thing, which means that um, the undetected cases, which is the reservoir, it's going to be so huge in countries that does not go for massive testing. Am I right? That is true. And it all is about reservoir. And then, you know, um, I think uh, they, you know, the certain countries decided to uh, do that based on their... Um, you know, availability of staff and so forth. So they thought, uh, and there are uh, unfortunately also countries which decided not to put any lockdown and, and uh, let people develop COVID and then get herd immunity. Yes. Uh, so you know that they also tried to do that. Uh, so the question is, you know, which approach is correct yes. or which approach is wrong? Uh, I would just say, you know, go with with what exactly your uh, you know population is. If your population is very very young, right, then yes. you know you want to take chance by all means. So, uh, but but you know this chance is chance. You never know. So in Singapore, the numbers I have is sixty one thousand six eighty nine. Um, yeah. Uh, you know uh, yeah. cases now, but yeah. disease are thirty one, which is actually not a uh, not uh, you know too bad of number uh, compared to other countries uh, and then uh, we have the other number uh, putting out test were done was 11 zero six uh, I think probably 11 uh, 11 million I guess or, or, so and 524 are active and then we have uh, recovered 61,000. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reading of that uh, report about Singapore. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. So so in, uh, exactly right, Vicky. Uh, that we we uh, we want to, um, you know, these are the public health officials and the government have to decide uh, how much resources they have and what is the plan. I mean, mm. they should have. I mean, there you cannot create panic. Mm. There has to be a plan. Yes. And if you don't have a plan, uh, you know, still then get a plan at least. It should be either uh, in all those lockdown, vaccination, um, you know, identification of high risk. I mean, I already know their population, right? So, uh, I don't know. The, the, in the U.S., we have more elderly than younger population. Uh, in uh, Pakistan, we have more younger population than elderly. So, in, so you know, everybody, every population is different. Yeah, I have a question, um, Doctor Moby. Um, you know, there are certain reports that I read um, that says that uh, new variants are able to break through um, the Pfizer. Um, vaccine is is uh, what what do you think about that? 
you know the Singapore the British variants are um, they are effective against that so it's not that uh, might not be hundred percent but still quite effective uh, you know so you don't get as sick so from from they, they are not hundred percent and never will be but they are effective uh, mm. I, I don't know about Indian variant yeah. Okay, so the unknown is Indian variant. Yes. So, but they tested against British and South African variant. I see. I see. Okay. Um, is there any final um word for us, uh, the listeners, um, Doctor yeah, Modi? Yeah. So for for listeners, I would still say yes. We can always debate this variant might not be. Uh, uh, the vaccine might not be effective for this or what that, but still is somewhat effective, no matter better than nothing, right? Mm. But uh, you know, then the other thing is always effective is prevention. Yes. If you if you are unsure about efficacy or if you are unsure about anything, to try to try prevention, try washing hands, try masks. Yes. That 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 can defeat any disease. Most of them. Okay, washing uh, hands. Yeah. Yeah, and by any day, uh, and this is you know basics. Uh, back to basics, and it's very interesting. We if you look at what we did, what uh, you know we had COVID, but if we look, we didn't have flu season. Yes. In any part of the world, look at what a big thing. You know, every year we used to have thousands and thousands of patients with flu and lot of deaths. But uh, now we don't have that. And why is that? Because, uh, you know, we did prevention. We did yes. flu. Uh, uh, imagine we did flu shots every year and still we got flu. Now we did prevention and we got yes. thousands of them. So imagine how strong the prevention is. Yes. And it, it, I mean, we. I don't think we should. Be, you know, we kind of underestimate the strength of prevention. Prevention. Uh, so, yeah. And I, I would take that any time, any day for yes. any. Yes. Not about just. Uh, you know. So if you don't have vaccine, or if you're unsure about vaccine, when it will be available. Uh, just don't open up uh, to risk. Okay. You know, just be patient. Yeah. I think what is really hurting us, the patient, we are, are losing, losing the patients. Yeah. 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 That's really hurting us. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Dr. Moby, thank you so much for calling in. And you know, this is a very stunning turnaround of the situation in America. Um, you know, America has been so swift in uh, rolling out the program of vaccination and it's just within a few months the whole situation of America has turned around and there's light uh, you know at the end of this yeah. long tunnel of almost 16 months and you remember Dr. Moby you came on to my show in 2020 um, we talked about faith that was really in the height of the pandemic situation and, and look at America it's such a stunning turn around yeah well I mean uh, I think it was going to turn around uh, we were waiting for the vaccine I think once yes. we got the vaccine and now I think they are going even step ahead they are immunizing kids yes I think 
is a smart thing. Uh, thing is going to so you know look at the success of Israel. You know I think the, you know they are like uh, they are the role model. Yes. We can just learn from yeah. that how they how they manage it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Moby. Um, and uh, you know this is a a new program. Uh, Love Story Cafe. Is there anyone you would like to dedicate your love to before um, you sign off? Well, my love is for everyone uh, who believes in love, and, and you know, we spread the love message. You know, yeah. um, that's how we really need a pandemic of love. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the pandemic of love. Exactly, um, Dr. Moby. Thank you once again for being so supportive. And also your words of wisdom um, coming from you, the doctor in the house. We should always listen to the doctor. Thank you so much, Dr. Moby. I will uh, work on our collaboration and I will come back to you, Dr. Moby. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for calling in. You stay safe, okay, Dr. Okay. Moby. You too. Take care. Thank, thank you. you. Bye.
Vicky Esther. I am podcasting to you from Singapore every Monday to Wednesday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Singapore time and 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. American Eastern Standard Time. And you are listening to Love Story Cafe, which is a spin-off of the podcast Talk About Life. Monday to Wednesday at IOW Network. Please get the word out about such a wonderful program that is filled with love for everyone.
Welcome to Singapore. You are on you are on air right now in Singapore. 
And you know, Singapore is a tropical island. We're situated in a tropical uh, equator. We, we have summer all year round. And if you do come to Singapore, you will be in your bikinis at the beach every day. And it's so safe here. Because you, you we have... A, yeah, and we are so safe here. You can go to the beach uh, and you've got the beach pubs and uh, a really safe place for girls. Um, a really nice place for families to do a lot of shopping, a lot of McDonald's, Starbucks, down the street, um, Burger King, Pizza Hut, KFC, you name it. So that's a little shout out to Singapore. So Tori, tell us about your song and I've, and I've heard your music is called uh, Love or Lust. Tell us about that and then tell us about yourself. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so one of them I really, really liked, and I wanted to like start a relationship with him. Um, and we were friends, and so I was saying like, our, we can still be friends, but I also want like more out of the relationship. And the other guy, I was talking about how the other guy kind of broke my heart and like had me closed off, so that I would only like guys that were there for me through the whole way through um so that's really what love or lust is about <laughs> yeah and, and it's basically based yeah. upon my life <laughs> yeah so tori um could you tell me how is the creative process like coming up with the coming up with the song coming up with the lyrics um and which i'm gonna play at the end of our interview um the song and i heard some rap artists there also tell us about the whole creative yeah. process so I actually did this song with my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, and um, one of our best friends. And we were at his house, and then they were, like, just asking me, like, we should, like, collab. So we started, like, finding beats. We found a beat that we really liked, and then we, um, we started writing to it. So, like... I write songs, I start writing to the beat first, um, and I just take inspiration from the beat, and then I take inspiration from what's going on in my life at the time, and then that's pretty much how I, like, write my song. So we were just honestly, like, messing around, and then um, it turned out to be a really, really good song. It's, it's like, one of my favorite songs that I have. Wow. I actually want to put it on a project that I'm working on. I mean, you just came up with a song just like that. <laughs> I mean, you think yeah, uh, you, you must have you must have got a lot of talent to do something like that. I mean, it's not like anyone in the street can do that. Um, tell us about your history with music, and tell us about your inspiration. Okay, so I've been actually. Yep. 
I've been working on music and singing. I've been singing since I was a little girl. I think like I started singing when I was three years old. Um, and then um, I started writing music actually when I was in middle school, but my writing skills were not as good as they are now. So I, I, I actually like just continued to write over the years and continued and continued until like I developed my music into the way that I like it. Um, but yeah, so I've been basically doing music my whole life. I've been in a few plays and um, I would do talent shows growing up and stuff. Um, I actually, yeah, like I just have been, in, I've been in choirs all the time in church and in like in school. So I just always have been like into music my whole life. Um, and it's just how like I express myself as well. Like. I have a hard time sometimes expressing myself, but in music, it just comes out so much easier for me. And, and, okay, in music, there are a few parts, right? You've got the music, and then you've got the music, and then you've got the lyrics. Um, Tell us about the music first. Um, You know, you, you 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 can have some tunes, but then you have to embellish it um, further, to make it more complex, more layered. Am I right? Yeah, so actually, um, as far as beats go, I haven't made my own beats yet, but I actually um, have been thinking about making beats and starting to make beats. Like I was making a beat with my boyfriend the other day, just playing around with it. Um, But yeah, the music part can be like very complex and different different you have to add all types of instruments and layers into it um and then then you add the lyrics and like the harmonies and and the melody wow yeah i mean how does it get into the brain (laughs) i mean Um, i'm not a musician it's just like an artist right you need to ask an artist how it works i mean it's like how does it work is it like mathematics like one plus one equals three how does it work? It's just something that just, it's something that just comes to me. Like, I don't know, like, it'll, it'll just form in my head. Wow. Um, I'll, I'll hear it and then wow. I can, I'll like write it out. Yeah. So, so it's just something yeah. that's just always been in my head and yeah. I just put it on paper. Okay. So are you, so you, you were, you were a, a gospel, um, not a gospel singer, but you were in the church choir, right? When yeah, I was young. in church choir, and then I was in choir um, in school, and like ensemble choir. Wow. Yeah. So that so gave I've, you the I've training. Been, that gave you the training. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it did train me. I actually want to get a um, yep. a vocal coach just to enhance my better my my vocals better. Yeah. But yeah, I did have some training growing up. Yeah. Okay, what about the lyrics? How does the lyrics... I mean, lyrics is like uh, poetry, right? I mean, you you, yeah. you you need to have a writer that writes the poetry and makes it rhyme. And not only in music, it has to rhyme. It has to have the yeah. beat um, with the music. So how does it yeah, work? So how does it work? Yeah. Um, honestly, I've been a poet. I like, yeah. I like writing... Um, 
since I was young, I used to always write poems and stuff. Yeah. So when I like do music, I literally just it's like me writing a poem, but I have a melody to it. I try to make it go with the beat and like um just have it all flow. Wow. Um, so I'm really listening to an artist at work because everything is is really by the inspiration of the mind and the brain and how it all comes together. Um, yeah. It must have got its logic um, in your in your brain because it doesn't have a logic in my brain because I'm not a musician. Um, yeah. yeah, so it, it's, yeah. it has to have that God-given talent. Um, do you think so? Yeah, I think it, it comes with talent, but it also comes with a lot of hard work and dedication mm. and just studying and, and keep trying, like, because sometimes it's hard and, like, sometimes, like, you'll write some stuff and you don't think it's as good or it doesn't make sense, but you have to just keep going and, like, wow. keep tweaking it, keep doing it over and over mm. until it fits the way that you want it to fit. Okay. Um, tell me about your voice. Your, I mean, the voice is like a like an instrument, like a musical <laughs> instrument, right? Tell me, how do you train your yeah. voice and how do you maintain that? I mean, it's like a car. You've got to really maintain, clean the yeah. car, make sure the engine works. And then, you know, you have that maintenance. You have to polish so, it, taking care of Now, tell us about that instrument that you have. I, okay, so I actually do, yeah, I do like training my voice. I like to do... Um, vocal exercises before I sing and before I record and I'll throughout the day sing different types of songs like whether they're very high songs or very low songs yeah. um I, I sometimes also um I drink a lot of water or I'll have like a tea before I record to like make mm. sure that my voice is um is mellow but make sure you don't drink like sugar or anything because that can mm. like really harm and damage your vocal cords yeah. yeah and i heard about uh madonna and britney spears they are they don't they don't drink and they don't smoke and uh in their concerts um yeah. i've read that uh, they do not allow anyone in the concerts to smoke am i right and they were shut it down if they can't yeah. if they, someone smokes in the concert am i right yeah, it's bad for your vocal cords. It'll I mess see. up your voice. Wow. Yeah. So it, what, makes it, it makes it harsher. Yeah. Is there, is there any golden rules to... I'm sorry. Say that again. Is there any golden rules to like maintaining that, that vocal cord and that, that instrument that you have? Um, yeah. You um, make sure that you don't stress your voice out. Um, also, like getting a lot of rest, um, enough rest is is also good for your voice. Sleep, um, eating the right things, eating healthy, making sure you don't smoke and drink. Yeah. Smoking actually is really bad because it, it also messes up your lungs, so yeah. it'll make it harder for you to um, hold the notes and take I in see. the breaths that you need to take in. Great, great. Great uh, advice. Um, right, I, I like to. I like you to tell the, the listeners, uh, Tori. What's what's the range of songs uh, you currently are, are working on, and what kind of experimental uh, categories or, or genre of songs would you like to do? Okay, so I actually I love. Um, I wanna I wanna try. 
Well, what I am right now, I'm an R&B artist. I'd say I'm R&B contemporary, um, and I have some pop in me as well. I also want to try some rock. Like, I lately I've been really digging, like, the rock sound with the guitars, and wow. um, I want to I wanna try, like, different things. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm like a all around artist I would say, <laughs> um, but I do make a lot of like a lot of my songs are I would say they're either inspirational or they're love songs. I make a lot of love songs. Um, I yeah. guess like if you want to compare me to an artist um, or say like what area I'm in, I'd say like I SZA or her or Janae. Kalani, I think I'm in that group of singers. And yeah. you said I remind you of Rihanna. I, that's a, yeah. a, a compliment. Like that's wow. Like thank you so much for singing that. I mean that's <laughs> that's the kind of voice when she first came out. You know, um, yeah. a really kind of pristine, clean uh, voice that has a lot of character. Um, I hear that in your voice. Um, would you like to tell us more about um, where people can get your single? Oh, yeah. So my single, Difficult, um, my song Difficult is out right now on all streaming platforms. Um, so you can get it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, Pandora, uh, Google Play, um title it's on all of that wow um oh and youtube yeah okay i would like and you know you are on um my my show the love cafe i i would like you to um uh nominate three of your all-time favorite love songs what would that be Uh, three of my favorite love songs um okay um I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston yes. is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's another love song? Um, yeah, I'll let you think about Adorn, Adorn by Miguel. Adorn. Adorn. And um, Love by Music Soul Child. Oh, and um, Lauren Hill. Um, Lauren Hill. Okay, Lauren Hill. I need you, baby song. You're just too good to be true. Okay. All right. So, um, out of these songs, would you like to sing a tune or two? Which is your favorite one that you can, um, sing for us? <laughs> just a couple of seconds. Uh, <laughs> acapella. <laughs> yes, acapella. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I will sing. I'll sing a little bit of the. I will always love you. By oh, wow. America's Got Talent. We are ready. <laughs> this is Tori. Welcome to the world. Three, two, one. Take it away. If I
Wow, that, that's wonderful, Tori. Great. Thank you. Wonderful. Um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you could get her tune, her release um, on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. And of course, you can view her on YouTube. Do you have a channel on YouTube that they can view? I don't view? have an actual specific channel. Um, it's under Tori Muse, but my... the, the the way that I put my music out, it made like a channel, but I don't know if it's like, it's not something I can actually control. Yeah. Um, but where can people find but you? But I do have a, I, you can find me on Instagram under Tori Muse, T-O-R-I-M-U-S-E, T-O-R-I M-U-S-E. And I see, and I see you there. Wonderful. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the up-and-coming artist, please support her. Let's make Tori a star. <laughs> so I'm going to play Thank her you. song at the end of this interview for the next final um, couple of minutes. Is there anything you would like us to know about you and uh, what's going to come up and also about your project, about your aspiration? Yeah, so I'm actually working on a project right now called Her Story. Um and it has, it's going to have difficult on it. It's going to have love or lust on it. It's going to have a lot of my other favorite songs. Um, it should be out around, I want to say, I want to release it in September. It's going to have some summery songs, but it's also going to have some of the fall vibes as well. Wow. Um, thank you so much, Tori, for being here with us and sharing your vocals um, acapella, um, that's really beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, you could Thank catch you. her on Instagram at Tori Muse, T-O-R-I-M-U-S-E. And I saw her there. Great artist, um, young artist, um, a great, bright future right in front of her. And ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to um, Love Story Cafe broadcasting to you from Singapore to Indo-Pacific America and um, Mexico um, Tori thank you so much and I do have thank a, you thank the, you for having me yeah I do have a little quiz for you now I am going to tell you my three all time favorite love songs and you, I would like you to vote which of these three is is the is the best one for you right number okay. one I've got uh, these are my classical these are my classic evergreens Callous Whisper Right, um, George Michael, number two, um, right here waiting, Richard Marks, um, and 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 number three, um, uh, Michael Jackson. Um, ah, what's the what's the love song of Michael Jackson you would love best? Um, Michael Jackson. Oh, I love Michael Jackson. Okay, <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. Yes, okay, so I'm just going to ask you to vote my three favorite love song. Um, which will you vote the top one? I have to go with I'll Be There by Michael Jackson. That's one of my favorite songs. Favorite, favorite. Okay. Favorite up. Wow, yes. wow. So I'm just going to let you end on this note. Can you sing us a little bit on I'll Be There? 
I'll be there. Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. Just call my name. I'll be there. Thank you so Don't much, Thank you. Tori, um, I have a little project for you now don't keep your phone while i will um talk to you a little bit just hang on while i say um while i play this song ladies and gentlemen so there you have it my interview with tori muse from she's calling in from michigan usa and she has released her single difficult and she's got more wonderful songs coming up please go to her instagram at tori muse and a 24 year old up and coming artist wonderful bright future i would love all of us to make her a star Sometimes I lose control I try to play it cool
to you from Singapore to Indo-Pacific and America and Mexico. You can catch me every Monday to Wednesday, America Eastern Standard Time, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. or Singapore, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And today I've got a very wonderful, very special person, Pastor Stephen Menon, and he's going to tell us about his thoughts about the situation, the stunning turnaround in America. Hi, Pastor Stephen, how are you? You're on air right now. Good, Vicky. Good to be on with you again. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, um, you know that the Singapore situation, uh, Pastor Stephen, um, we have got an unexpected situation, a spike that uh, we thought the fight is already over. We thought that the game is already over. Um, we thought that you know the, the country can open up and the economy could resume and life is going to be back to normal. Um, that was the thought even about two to three weeks ago. Um, however, it's just another very um, shocking uh, situation that the spike has just gone up and it has gone fast and furious among um, the country among the people here in the country um, just when we thought that you know we could we could go back to normal and life is going to go back to normal and I've got a thought um, Stephen that maybe uh, we have not done enough reflection we have not done enough of uh, sin uh, reflection we have not done enough of you know going back to God and calling out to God and being on our knees so you know I, I'm just having a lot of thought now um, a lot of mixed feelings, and, and I'd like you to share with us your thoughts um, with myself and also with the listeners who are tuning in. Um, what are your thoughts about the stunning turnaround in America right now? And what does what do you think um, 2020, the lessons of 2020 and the lesson of uh, 2021 
for us. Yeah, things have improved a lot in the United States, like it has in uh, most of the world. You know, in, in New York, which was probably the worst state, we don't. Uh, the mask mandate uh, has just been lifted as of today, so there's been progress. I hope we don't have uh, another another flare up like, like like you guys are having there in Singapore. I'll keep that in my prayers. But um, yeah, for the for the lesson of faith for 2020, I, I think the uh, main thing, especially for believers in Jesus Christ, is to not. Is, is to not give in to fear um, because, uh, you know, it says in Scripture in 2 Timothy 1.7 that God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I, I love that sound mind because what does fear do? Fear takes away your sound mind. It makes, it makes somebody irrational because you're reacting out of panic or fear and, and it can even make you unloving to somebody and, 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 and uh, uh, abuse, abuse power even. Uh, so, you know, it says in uh, Psalm 94, when anxiety was great within me, you know, when, when you had anxiety just turning through your soul, uh, God's consolation brought joy to my soul. So, um, you know, why should we rest as believers? Why, why should we not be overcome by fear? And I think the reason, the reason we shouldn't be is is because this earth is not our home, and we need to just re- remember that. I think that's a powerful lesson for for uh, 2020. It says in Second Corinthians 5, verse 1, For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, so, you know, if you die, which everybody will, <laughs> we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. So as believers... You know, the, we don't need to fear. Uh, whenever the Lord wants us to, to, to go, it, you know, that time's going to come, and um, and, and then we're, we're going to have eternal life with Him. And, and eventually we know we'll have a new body. Um, uh, yes, and Pastor um, Stephen, you know, even as I read the Scripture every day, I've got a series on YouTube and a series on Anchor.fm uh, on my podcast talk about life um, I have a series that I read out uh, the Bible every day um, you know a lot of verses keep recurring about um, the wrath of God on people um, and and we can't I'm just thinking we can't run away from that because you know we should read the Bible in totality and um, and I thought that um, many many of the preachings and the, and the messages and the sermons overemphasize the love of, of God um, and kind of de-emphasizes the wrath on men. I'm just thinking, yes. can we balance that and also, uh, I thought that is important because we do want to have some form of, uh, I should say, some form of a consequence for um for our for our unrighteousness on earth, um, what what do you say about my 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 thoughts? I mean, you are absolutely right. God takes uh, sin very seriously. You know, the Bible makes it clear that He's a just God. You know, He requires justice, and, and it says in Scripture that we're all guilty. You know, Romans three ten. Uh, there is no one who is righteous. No, not even one. None who seek after God. Romans three twenty three. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And uh, it says in Scripture that this is like a graphic illustration. But he says that all of our good deeds are just menstrual rags in, in God's sight. 
So there's nothing we can do. Uh, God is just, and His standard is perfection. And um, so He takes sin seriously, and He He, he does punish it. But when people who um, try to, uh, you know, who, but how do you balance God's God's love with that? Well, God balances His love in that He sent His Son to to pay the penalty for any who would trust in Him and believe in Him. And I like to give the illustration of a, of a courtroom where a, a man is a murderer and he's sentenced to life in prison and which is the just sentence because he's a murderer and um, and then the, the judge um, this judge offers his own the judge's own son to go to prison for this man and uh, and um, that is the you know the the love of God um, you know balanced with his his justice and his wrath but for any who do not believe if that man in the courtroom wants to set his own terms or refuses that then 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 there is justice which is which the scripture teaches as eternity in hell yeah do you think that god um i'm not sure about i mean this is just my 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 interpretation um uses this pandemic situation to clean up the world and he's not done with us yet if if people don't clean up their acts yes yeah he's always um calling men unto him you know, and using um, circumstances on earth and, and uh, hardships and especially tragedies and hardships and pandemics to, to say to people, to, to people, listen, you're not going to live forever. You know, come, come, come to me. I mean, all this stuff is the effects of the fall. You know, um, and he says in that, he, he calls unto all of us, like he says in Matthew 11, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and humble with heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light so yeah he's calling to all of us and he shouts I think in uh, pandemics and tragedies yeah and you know looking at some of the news that's going on in some part of the world um, that you know the pa- the fire of the pandemic is really burning um, in these countries and people are suffering and and, I, and, I, I'm, and I'm just thinking, um, uh, you know, when will this all end, um, you know, the, the pandemic? Do you ha- do you, can you sh- shine any light on your interpretation that, you know, when do you think um, the situation will kind of subside? It's a virus, so it's 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 never going to go away. I mean, we're going to have this forever, just like we have. Uh, 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 yeah, that's true. Uh, influenza. And that's it, true. It, it's just never going to go away. That's um, true. So it's just going to be, you know, viruses. Typically, as long as we don't tamper with them, they they go from weaker to stronger. So, um, so it's just going to we're just going to have to learn to live with it, uh, build up immunity. You know, vaccination if, if, if that's the route you want to go. Um, it, it's it's it's. It's, it's never going to be completely gone. <laughs> yeah, okay. And what's your stand on vaccination um, from a biblical point of view? Do you think it is advising? Um, I mean, it's kind of uh, sensitive. I do have friends who, who think that, you know, um, we don't, Christians do not need to get vaccinated. Um, but I do, I do know other people who say that, yes, we should do because that's a sensible, commonsensical thing. Um, what's your stand on that? In the in the United States, we have rights, you know, um, where everybody should be able to make their own decision on that, and and that's where I stand. Uh, 
I think yeah. everybody has to do their own their own research. Yeah. I'm not going to get the vaccine, and the reason being is at my mm-hmm. age, there's a 99.97 percent uh, in uh, survival rate according to the CDC, which okay. is the, the United States. Um, so for me, uh, for me, it's, it doesn't make it's, a difference. It's, it's a big, it's a bigger risk to inject an unknown substance that we don't know the long term effects for yet. Okay, than to just. Then, then for a virus that I, I'm almost, I'm basically statistically certainly going to survive. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. that's just for me. So I think everybody needs to All right. evaluate yeah. their, their age, their self, and, yeah. and what they're, and, and make a decision for themselves. Yeah. 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 And and there are people who are certified not suitable for vaccines um, due to their yes, allergies, etc. So, um, Pastor, do you have a, a final verse for us to meditate for the week? Yeah, I think Psalm 20, verse 7 is a great one uh, to close this out. And it says this, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Yeah, thank you so much. And I've got a song for you. And um, you're going to dedicate this to someone you love. So it's Dawn, your wife. Um, am I right, Dawn? Yes, okay. I like to dedicate to her for sure. And uh, this song is for you and for her. And thank you so much, uh, Pastor Stephen, for um, dialing in. You know, I am so, so um, appreciative of you being so supportive of what I do. Um, and, and it's from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Stephen. So this is for you and Dawn. I hope you like it. And please stay safe. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for calling and thanks for the message for us. Bye. Is the way I
Dr. Moby. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, we are on air right now. Um, you are calling in to Love Story Cafe. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Moby, for for being such a gracious, gracious um, uh, host and a gracious uh, podcaster. Um, Dr. Moby, you know, I've got this, um, you know, the news about Singapore. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just, we spoke in April. Um, and the, the last time we spoke in April in your show, you know, Singapore was really controlling the situation and uh, we had almost a month of zero cases that we register and uh, I remember at that time when we spoke on your show we did talk about you know if we are not careful it will come back to bite you and I remember you said that very very uh, vividly um, and you being a doctor you know and, and Singapore is such a situation um, that is really unexpected um, and we are almost in a, in a, in a lockdown situation um, you know the news that I showed you um, Dr. Moby could you tell us about your take about you know um, the COVID-19 variants yeah yeah as you know there are several variants and uh, you know this virus or any virus which is coronavirus they are um, the family where it belongs to, they are known to or mutate always. Um, so mutation is a natural phenomenon which will happen no matter what. Uh, you know, the virus does not uh, remain same. And then it does learn. Uh, so some mutations are bad, of course, and some are, are good for us. They lose the capability. Of, uh, and, but this for some reason some of these uh, changes inserted in UK and South Africa and those are different variants and then in India which is yes. the biggest variant and it is uh, having totally different symptoms they are having more GI symptoms and then it attacks your lungs and then uh, people have died a lot of deaths um, so you know the the, this is what I'm trying to say is that mutation is going to happen no matter what and then uh, what is our job to make sure that uh, we are careful you know uh, we have vaccine we have uh, quite few of them we have Pfizer we have Moderna we have J&J we have AstraZeneca all great vaccine um, and the sooner we get uh, everybody jabbed everybody vaccine the better off we are yeah because I, yeah. Uh, that's the problem that is I think the delay so I think US is doing better on that yes uh, let me pull up the numbers for your country Singapore and I think uh, what I have is uh, it is not 50% in Singapore yet right? no it's about uh, 20% yeah yeah so I think this is uh, uh, this is not uh, right. Okay. So this yeah. is where they went wrong. Uh, so I think uh, you know if, if they have done like uh, uh, Israel has done or um, other US. countries have done, where you know seventy per uh, close to seventy percent even in US we are pretty above we are above sixty percent actually. Um, so uh, you know so then you see a decline. Uh, 
um, you know, this virus is going to, um, you know, it's like a fire. It's like a yes. fire uh, you contain and then when you are containing a fire, it is important that don't let fire accumulate somewhere uh, or you ignore a spot because that's going to yep. as yep. Same thing it is happening with this virus. If we did not jab or did not get immunization to everyone pretty quickly, then, then you know, we have these kind of variants kind of getting steam and then coming back to us. And that's exactly what is happening uh, around the world. In India, I think the biggest disaster they did yes. is instead of humanizing their countrymen, they sold or exported all their vaccine or most of their vaccine. Yes. Um, and then as a result, uh, they have a big uh, disaster. So, uh, you know, I think best hope is get the vaccine, get everybody immunized as fast as you can. Because even those might lose um, efficacy if we yes. delay too much. Okay. Yes. And, and, and rightly, um, Dr. Moby, you said that um, the virus keeps mutating itself, which is like a natural phenomenon. Because it's really smart, um, it learns itself. My question is, um, I mean, for a person, a lay person like us who is not medically trained, is virus an organic thing or it is an inorganic thing? I mean, organic is, I think, it's like a bacteria. It has a life. But inorganic is like a toxin, it's like a pollution in the air. What, what is it? Well, it's organic. It is organic. I mean, it's a organic. living organism. I see. It, it, is, a, it is a living organism. And it, 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 is, uh, it is like, uh, you know, very interesting that it is very simple virus. And yes. that makes it uh, difficult also and it makes it also... Uh, difficult to uh, detect as well as difficult to, uh, you know, uh, entertain because problem is, uh, you know, when you have such a simple uh, mo a molecule which uh, uh, gets uh, this, you know, it is very effective if you kind of use uh, even saline or if you use uh, these detergent, it kills it. You know, oh. you don't need... Uh, you know, okay. if, uh, we use the bacteria, these alcohol wipes or we use alcohol sanitizer, yes. really kills it. Yeah. Uh, the advantage is it doesn't have that complex structure to defend okay. it. But, um, but on the other hand, uh, you know, same if it gets it, and the biggest vector for transmission are humans. Okay. Yes. There is that, uh, you know, it spreads from human to human. So if we really break that down, there is no way for this virus to go up in the air and, and infect everyone like flu would do that. Yeah, and, and it's like what you say earlier on, it's almost like a race. It's like, is the virus going to run faster or is the vaccination program going to be faster it's like which curve is going to be reaching to the end point first and if if you know if the virus is faster we're going to lose we're going to lose the game but if we could beat the virus and we could go ahead uh with the full steam of uh, vaccination we will probably 
um, beat the virus. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. And and then there is a third biggest one is since with the vaccine you get ninety some percent efficacy. Okay, with uh, with uh, uh, you know lockdown or with this uh, you know better mask and washing hand, you can also get ninety percent. So those two. Run side by side. So if there's a delay in vaccination, then don't open up too quickly. Yeah, yeah. So there is no other strategy here. Okay. There's no so other strategy. Yeah. So this is not strategy that people get uh, bored and then they just give up. That's stupidity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that is not a strategy. So there are only a couple of strategies here. Either just do if you don't have a treatment. Uh, which is, uh, if you don't have a vaccine, then just don't open up yeah. everything. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's really then, just uh, prevention. Then, yeah. Yeah, the prevention, and then if you do, uh, then uh, if you think you get uh, above sixty percent and close to seventy percent herd immunity, then sure, open it up. That's fine. But you know, there are, there are I mean, still some risks, but you know, uh, be careful with. Uh, so th- there are no other strategy. I mean, Yes, yes, and and doc, yeah, and Doctor Mobi, I've got a question. Um, you know, with this traditional, um, classic, uh, structure of the COVID nineteen, um, is is it is it uh is there any studies or is it any truth that it attacks children less? Yet the variant well, attacks children more. Is there such a saying out there? Uh, you know, yeah. I, I don't know that specific part, but you know the that the variants are affecting more children. But we are seeing more children. That is for sure. Oh. Uh, and in U.S., we are already immunizing 12 to 15 years old. Yes. Okay. In U.S. Uh, and Pfizer and Moderna, they, I think they got all both approved for that. So they 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 are already open up all the school kids for. Uh, Below 12, now they're going to do studies from 6 to 12. So, uh, you know, luckily even if they were, I think it's a smart choice to do that because, you know, the uh, main strategy is never let virus accumulate in any food. So, you know, it has a tendency to to uh, hide, uh, let's say if, if kids have it and if they are even not symptomatic or they yes. might be spreading. Uh, then it's still very dangerous. Yes. Yes. Uh, So, you know, we have to look at the whole population. Uh, I'm not sure if the new variants is more uh, increasingly found in kids, but I am seeing for sure more kids. Oh, Uh, I see. So we are still seeing more. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it is, it can be either way because we and now we are seeing kids uh, so it could be that way or it could be uh, yeah. now we are starting immunization in kids so then we'll know exactly what's going yeah and and um, in Singapore um, the latest uh, data that came out um, these two days there were at least 10 schools uh, the children were tested positive and because Singapore does not go, did not go um, for mass uh, testing, 
um, you know, it only encourages people to, to go to the doctor if they have the symptoms of the COVID-19. So in that sense, I, I would say that um, only people who were symptomatic, they are going to the doctors. And people who are not symptomatic, they are not going to the doctors and they are the people spreading, um, you know, carrying um, it around. Um, that's one thing, which means that um, the undetected cases, which is the reservoir, it's going to be so huge in countries that does not go for massive testing. Am I right? That is true. And it all is about reservoir. And then, you know, um, I think uh, they, you know, the certain countries decided to uh, do that based on their... Um, you know, availability of staff and so forth. So they thought, uh, and there are uh, unfortunately also countries which decided not to put any lockdown and, and uh, let people develop COVID and then get herd immunity. Yes. Uh, so you know that they also tried to do that. Uh, so the question is, you know, which approach is correct yes. or which approach is wrong? Uh, I would just say, you know, go with with what exactly your uh, you know population is. If your population is very very young, uh, then yes. you know you want to take chance by all means. So, uh, but but you know this chance is chance. You never know. So in Singapore, the numbers I have is sixty one thousand six eighty nine. Um, yeah. Uh, you know yeah. Uh, cases in now. But yeah. Disease are thirty one, which is actually not a uh, not uh, you know bad of number uh, compared to other countries uh, and then uh, we have the other number uh, putting our test were done was 11 zero six uh, I think probably 11 uh, 11 million I guess I don't know, I don't know. so and 524 are active and then we have uh, recovered 61,000 yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm reading of that uh, report about Singapore. Yeah. And so, and yeah. So, so in, uh, exactly right, Vicky, uh, that we we, uh, we want to, um, you know, these are the public health officials and the government have to decide uh, how much resources they have and what is the plan. I mean, mm. they should have. I mean, there you cannot create panic. Mm. There has to be a plan. Yes. And if you don't have a plan, uh, you know, still then get a plan at least. It should be either uh, in all those lockdown, vaccination, um, you know, identification of high risk. And I mean, I barely know their population, right? So, uh, I don't know. The, the, in the U.S., we have more elderly than younger population. Uh, in uh, Pakistan, we have more younger population than elderly. So, in, so you know, in everybody, every population is different. Yeah, I have a question, um, Doctor Moby. Um, you know, there are certain reports that I read um, that says that uh, new variants are able to break through um, the Pfizer. Um, vaccine is is uh, what what do you think about that? 
you know the Singapore the British variants are um, they are effective against that so it's not that uh, might not be 100 percent but still quite effective uh, you know so you don't get as sick so from from they, they are not 100 percent and never will be but they are effective uh, mm. I, I don't know about Indian variant yeah okay, so the unknown is Indian variant Yes. So, but they tested against British and South African I see. I see. Okay. Um, is there any final um, word for us, uh, the listeners, um, Dr. Yeah, Mabi? So for, for listeners, I would still say, yes, we can always debate this variant might not be, uh, uh, the vaccine might not be effective for this or what that. But still, it's somewhat effective, no matter, better than nothing, right? Mm. But, uh, you know, then the other thing is, always effective is prevention. Yes. If you, if you are unsure about efficacy or if you are unsure about anything, to try to try prevention, try washing hands, try masks, yes. that, 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 that can defeat any disease most of them. Okay, washing hands. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and by any day. Um, and this is, you know, basics, uh, back to basics. And it's very interesting, Vicky, if you look at what we did, what, uh, you know, we had COVID, but if we look, we didn't have flu season yes. in any part of the world. Look at what a big thing, you know, every year we used to have thousands and thousands of patients with flu and a lot of deaths. But uh, now we don't have that, and why is that? Because uh, you know we did prevention. We did. Yes. Uh, uh, imagine we did flu shots every year, and still we got flu. Now we did prevention, and we got yes. Thousand thousand. So imagine how strong the prevention is. Yes. And it, it, I mean, we. I don't think we should. Be, you know, we kind of underestimate the strength of prevention. Prevention. Uh, so, yeah. And I, I would take that any time, any day for yes. any disease. Not about just, uh, you know. So if you don't have vaccine or if you're unsure about vaccine that will be available, uh, just don't open up uh, to risk of interest. You know, just be patient. Yeah. I think what is really hurting us, the patient, we are losing, people are losing, losing the patients. Yeah. 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 That's really hurting us. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Dr. Moby, thank you so much for calling in. And you know, this is a very stunning turnaround of the situation in America. Um, you know, America has been so swift in uh, rolling out the program of vaccination and it's just within a few months the whole situation of America has turned around and there's light uh, you know at the end of this yeah. long tunnel of almost 16 months and you remember Dr. Moby you came on to my show in 2020 um, we talked about faith that was really in the height of the pandemic situation and, and look at America it's such a stunning turn around yeah well I mean uh, I think it was going to turn around uh, we were waiting for the vaccine I think once yes. we got the vaccine and now I think they are going even step ahead they are immunizing kids yes I think it's 
is a smart thing. Uh, thing is going to so you know look at the success of Israel. You know I think the, you know they are like uh, they are the role model. Yes. You can just learn from that how they how they manage it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Moby. Um, and uh, you know this is a a new program. Uh, love Story Cafe. Is there anyone you would like to dedicate your love to before um, you sign off? Well, my love is for everyone uh, who believes in love and, you know, we spread the love message. You know, um, yeah. that's how we really need a pandemic of love. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the pandemic of love. Exactly. Um, Dr. Moby, thank you once again for being so supportive and also your words of wisdom um, coming from you, the doctor in the house. We should always listen to the doctor. Thank you so much, Dr. Moby. I will uh, work on our collaboration and I will come back to you, Dr. Moby. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for calling in. You stay safe, Dr. Okay. Moby. Thank you.
Hello, hello, hello. Hi, this is Vicky Esther. I am podcasting to you from Singapore every Monday to Wednesday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Singapore time and 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. American Eastern Standard Time. And you are listening to Love Story Cafe, which is a spin-off of the podcast Talk About Life. around the radio I'm on here every Monday to Wednesday at IOW Network please get the word out about such a wonderful program that is filled with love for everyone
to Singapore you are on you are on air right now in Singapore and you know Singapore is a tropical island we're situated in a tropical uh, equator we, we have summer all year round and if you do come to Singapore you will be in your bikinis at the beach every day and it's so safe here because you you we have uh, yeah and we is so safe here you can go to the beach uh, and you've got the beach pubs and uh, a really safe place for girls. Um, a really nice place for families to do a lot of shopping, a lot of McDonald's, Starbucks, down the street, um, Burger King, Pizza Hut, KFC, you name it. So that's a little shout out to Singapore. So Tori, tell us about your song and I've, and I've heard your music is called uh, love or last. Tell us about that, and then tell us about yourself. Um. So I have a song that I'm gonna drop soon. I didn't drop it yet, but I'm gonna drop it. Um. I'm thinking about dropping it actually in June. Um. And it's really it's a song about um. Just a guy that I really like. I I really liked him and. I was telling him, like, basically, I wanted to be in a relationship with him. It's actually about two different guys. <laughs> and Great. Like, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so one of them I really, really liked, and I wanted to, like, start a relationship with him. Um, and we were friends. And so I was saying, like, our, we can still be friends, but I also want, like, more out of the relationship. And the other guy, I was talking about how the other guy kind of broke my heart and, like, had me closed off so that I would only like guys that were there for me through the whole way through. Um, so that's really what Love or Lust is about. <laughs> yeah. and, and It's basically based yeah. upon my life. <laughs> yeah. So, Tori, um, could you tell me how is the creative process like? Coming up with the coming up with the song, 
coming up with the lyrics, um, and which I'm gonna play at the end of our interview, um, the song. And I heard some rap artists there also. Tell us about the whole creative process. So I actually did the song with my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, and um, one of our best friends. And we were at his house, and then they were like just asking me, like we should like collab so we started like finding beats we found a beat that we really liked and then we um we started writing to it so like when i write songs i start writing to the beat first um and i just take inspiration from the beat and then i take inspiration from what's going on in my life at the time and then that's pretty much how i like write my song so we were just honestly like messing around and then um, it turned out to be a really, really good song. It's, it's like one of my favorite songs that I have. Wow. I actually want to put it on a project that I'm working on. I mean, you just came up with a song just like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think yeah, you, you must have you must have got a lot of talent to do something like that. I mean, it's not like anyone in the street can do that. I'm. Mean, Tell us about your history with music and tell us about your inspiration. Okay, so I've been actually, yep. I've been working on music and singing. I've been singing since I was a little girl. I think like I started singing when I was three years old. Um, and then um, I started writing music actually when I was in middle school but my writing skills were not as good as they are now so i i actually like just continued to write over the years and continued and continued until like i developed my music into the way that i like it um but yeah so i've been basically doing music my whole life i've been in a few plays and um i would do talent shows growing up and stuff um I actually, yeah, like I just have been, in, I've been in choirs all the time in church and in like in school. So I just always have been like into music my whole life. Um, and it's just how like I express myself as well. Like I have a hard time sometimes expressing myself, but in music, it just comes out so much easier for wow. me. Um, and, and okay, in music, there are a few parts, right? You've got the music. And then yeah, you yeah. Have, yeah, you've got the music, and then you've got the lyrics. Um, tell us yeah. about the music first. Um, you know, you you can you have you can have some tunes, but then you have to embellish it um, further to make it more complex, more layered. Am I right? Yeah. So tell actually, um, as far as beats go. I haven't made my own beats yet, but I actually um, have been thinking about making beats and starting to make beats. Like, I was making a beat with my boyfriend the other day, just yeah. playing around with it. Um, but, yeah, the music part can be, like, very complex and diff yeah. different. You have to add all types of instruments and yeah. layers into it. Yeah. Um, and then then you add the lyrics and, like, the harmonies and, yeah. and the melody. Wow. Yeah. I mean, how does it get into the brain? <laughs> I mean, um, I, I, I mean, the musician, it's just like an artist, right? You need to ask an artist 
how it works. I mean, it's like, how does it work? Is it like <laughs> mathematics, like one plus one equals three? How does it work? It's just something that just, it's something that just comes to me. Like, I don't know, like, it'll, it'll just form in my head. Wow. Um, I'll, I'll hear it and then I can, wow. I'll like write it out. Yeah. So, so it's just something yeah. that's just always been in my head yeah. and I just put it on paper. Okay, so are you, so you, you were, you were a, a gospel, um, not a gospel singer, but you were in the church choir, right? When yeah, you were I was young. in church choir, and then I was in choir um, in school, and like ensemble choir. Wow. Yeah. So that so gave I've, you the I've training. Been, that gave you the training. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it did train me. I actually want to get a, um, yep. a vocal coach just to enhance my better my my vocals better. Yeah. But yeah, I did have some training growing up. Yeah. Okay, what about the lyrics? How does the lyrics? I mean, lyrics is like a poetry, right? I mean, you you, yeah. you you need to have a writer that writes the poetry and makes it rhyme. And not only in music, it has to rhyme. It has to have the yeah. beat um, with the music. So how does it yeah, work? So how does it work? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I've been a poet. I like yeah. I like writing. Um. Since I was young, I used to always write poems and stuff. Yeah. So when I like do music, I literally just it's like me writing a poem, but I have a melody to it. I try to make it go with the beat and like um just have it all flow. Wow. Um, so I'm really listening to an artist at work because everything is is really by the inspiration of the mind and the brain and how it all comes together. Um, yeah. It must have got its logic um, in your in your brain because it doesn't have a logic in my brain because I'm not a musician. Um, yeah. yeah, so it, it's, yeah. It, it has to have that God-given talent. Um, do you think so? Yeah, I think it, it comes with talent, but it also comes with a lot of hard work and dedication mm. and just studying and, and keep trying. Like Because sometimes it's hard and like, Sometimes, like, you'll write some stuff and you don't think it's as good or it doesn't make sense, but you have to just keep going and, like, wow. keep tweaking it, keep doing it over and over mm. until it fits the way that you want it to fit. Okay. Um, tell me about your voice. Your, I mean, the voice is like a, like an instrument, like a musical <laughs> instrument, right? Tell me, how do you train your yeah. voice and how do you maintain that? I mean, it's like a car. You've got to really maintain, clean the yeah. car, make sure the engine works and then you know you have that maintenance you have to polish so, it taking care of now tell us about that instrument that you have I, okay so i actually do yeah i do like training my voice i like to do um vocal exercises before i sing and before i record and i'll throughout the day sing different types of songs like whether they're very high songs or very low songs yeah. um I, I sometimes also um, I drink a lot of water or I'll have like a tea before I record to like make mm. sure that my voice is um, is mellow but make sure you don't drink like sugar or anything because that can mm. like really harm and damage your vocal cords yeah. Yeah. and I heard about uh, Madonna and Britney Spears they are uh, they don't they don't drink and they don't smoke 
and uh, in their concerts, um, yeah. I've read that uh, they do not allow anyone in the concerts to smoke. Am I right? And they were shut it down if they can't yeah. if someone smokes in the concert. Am I right? Yeah, it's bad for your vocal cords. It'll I mess see. up your voice. Wow. Yeah. So it makes it it makes it hard. To... Yeah. Is there is there any golden yeah. rules to? Uh, you're... I'm sorry. Say that again. Is there any golden rules to like maintaining that that vocal cord and that that instrument that you have? Um. Yeah. You um. Make sure that you don't stress your voice out. Um, mm. Also, like getting a lot of rest, um, enough rest is is also good for your voice. Sleep, um, eating the right things, eating healthy, making sure you don't smoke and drink. Yeah. Smoking actually is really bad because it, it also messes up your lungs, so yeah. it'll make it harder for you to um, hold the notes and take I in the breaths that you need to take in. Great, great, great uh, advice. Um, right. I like to. I like you to tell the listeners, uh, Tori. What's what's the range of songs uh, you currently are working on, and what kind of experimental uh, categories or, or genre of songs would you like to do? Okay, so I actually I love. Um, I wanna I wanna try. Well, what I am right now, I'm an R&B artist. I'd say I'm R&B contemporary um and i have some pop in me as well i also want to try some rock like i lately i've been really digging like the rock sound with the guitars and i want to i want to try like different things Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm like a all-around artist i would say (laughs) um but i do make a lot of like a lot of my songs are I would say they're either inspirational or they're love songs. I make a lot of love songs. Um, I guess, like, if you want to compare me to an artist um, or say, like, what area I'm in, I'd say, like, I, SZA or Her or Janae, Kalani. I think I'm in that group of singers. And you said I remind you of Rihanna. That's a... Yeah. A compliment like that's wow like thank you so much for saying that I mean that's, <laughs> that's the kind of voice when she first came out you know um, yeah. a really kind of pristine clean uh, voice that has a lot of character um, I hear that in your voice um, would you like to tell us more about um, where people can get your single Oh, yeah, so my single, Difficult, um, that song, Difficult, is out right now on all streaming platforms, um, so you can get it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, Pandora, uh, Google Play, um, Tidal, it's on all of that. Wow. Um, oh, and YouTube. Yeah, okay. I would like, and you know, you are on um, my my show, The Love Cafe. I, I would like you to um, uh, nominate three of your all-time favorite love songs. What would that be? Uh, three of my favorite love songs. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay, um, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston yes. is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, what's another love song? Um, 
Yeah, let you think about Adorn, Adorn by Miguel, Adorn, Adorn. and um, Love by Music Soul Child. Oh, and um, Lauren Hill. Um, Lauren Hill. Okay, Lauren Hill. I need the I need you baby song. You're just too good to be true. Okay. All right. So, um, out of these songs, would you like to sing a tune or two? Which is your favorite one that you can? Um, sing for us. Just a couple of seconds. Uh, <laughs> acapella, <laughs> yes, acapella. <laughs> okay, um, I will sing. I'll sing a little bit of the I Will Always Love You by Whitney Oh, wow. America's Got Talent, we are ready. <laughs> this is Tori. Welcome to the world. Three, two, one. Take it away. If I should say I would only be in your way I know but I know I'll be every step of the way wonderful Tori great thank you wonderful um, you know ladies and gentlemen you could get her tune her release um, on iTunes Spotify Pandora and of course you can view her on YouTube do you have a channel on YouTube that they can I don't view? have an actual specific channel um, it's under Tori Muse but my the, the the way that I put my music out, it made like a channel, but I don't know if it's like, it's not something I can actually control. Yeah. Um, but where can people find but you? But I do have a, I, you can find me on Instagram under Tori Muse, T-O-R-I-M-U-S-E, T-O-R-I dot M-U-S-E. And I see you there, wonderful. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the up-and-coming artist, please support her. Let's make Tori a star. <laughs> so I'm going to play Thank her you. song at the end of this interview for the next final um, couple of minutes. Is there anything you would like us to know about you and uh, what's going to come up and also about your project, about your aspiration? Yeah, so I'm actually working on a project right now called Her Story. Um and it has, it's going to have difficult on it. It's going to have love or lust on it. It's going to have a lot of my other favorite songs. Um, it should be out around, I want to say, I want to release it in September. It's going to have some summery songs, but it's also going to have some of the fall vibes as well. Wow. Um, thank you so much, Tori, for being here with us and sharing your vocals 
uh, a cappella. Um, that's really beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, you could catch her on Instagram at Tori Muse, T-O-R-I-M-U-S-E. And I saw her there. Great artist, um, young artist, um, a great bright future right in front of her. And ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning in to um, Love Story Cafe broadcasting to you from Singapore to Indo-Pacific, America and um, Mexico. Um, Tori, thank you so much. And I do have Thank a, you. Thank the, you for having me. Yeah, I do have a little quiz for you. Now, I am going to tell you my three all-time favorite love songs and you, I would like you to vote which of these three is is the is the best one for you, right? Number okay. one, I've got, uh, these are my classical, these are my classic evergreens. Callous Whisper, right? Um, George Michael. Number two, um, Right Here Waiting, Richard Marks. Um, and, and, uh, and number three, um, uh, Michael Jackson. Um, ah, and what's the what's the love song of Michael Jackson you would love best? Um, Michael Jackson. Oh, I love Michael Jackson. Okay, <laughs> I'll be there. Song. I'll be there. Yes, okay, so I'm just gonna ask you I to vote my three favorite love song. Um, which will you vote the top one? I'll have to go with I'll Be There by Michael Jackson. That's one of my favorite songs. Favorite, favorite. Okay. Wow, wow. So I'm just going to let you end on this note. Can you sing us a little bit on I'll Be There? I'll Be There? Yes, please. I'll be there. I'll be there. Just call my name, now be there. Thank you so Don't much, Tori. Thank you. Tori, um, I have a little project for you. Now, don't keep your phone while I will um, talk to you a little bit. Just hang on while I say, um, while I play this song. Ladies and gentlemen, so there you have it, my interview with Tori Muse from, she's calling in from Michigan, USA, and she has released her single, Difficult, and she's got more wonderful songs coming up. Please go to her Instagram at Tori Muse and a 24-year-old up-and-coming artist, wonderful bright future i would love all of us to make her a star
Keep fighting and just keep going. 